this is most common for individuals in their 40s. So me, right, in your 40s and 50s. And it is more common in males than females. Um, so for you uh, gentlemen runners out there, this is something that we have going against us, but there are actionable strategies that we can prevent this condition from happening. So here's the question, how do runners like us remain active, get stronger, and heal from injuries without being told to stop running and create a healthy life for ourselves so we can continue to hit PRs well into our 40s and 50s? This is the question, and this podcast is the answer. My name is Dr. Dwayne Scotty, physical therapist, running coach, and creator of Spark Physical Therapy, where we help active adults be able to run without aches and pains so you can feel good about yourself again. Welcome to the Healthy Runner Podcast. This episode is brought to you by UCAN. UCAN Nutrition is powered by Superstarch and delivers that steady, long-lasting energy without the spike and then the crash. I have been using UCAN Energy during all of my long runs and races since its inception. I absolutely love the berry hydrate to replenish my electrolytes for those sweaty runs. UCAN's energy drinks with its revolutionary super starch has done wonders in sustaining energy for my runners during their long runs and races as well. Now, I really enjoy the plant-based salted peanut butter or cherry almond UCAN energy bars, which are great before or after a workout and is even great during a busy workday. I eat those when I'm pressed for time to keep my energy levels with healthy nutrition between my clients or before podcast episodes. Since you are part of our Healthy Runner community, you will get 15% off all your orders at UCAN.co. Just use the code HEALTHYRUNNER during checkout when placing your order. Go ahead and give UCAN a try. Trust me, you won't regret it. Hello and welcome to episode 60 on the Healthy Runner podcast. And we are talking about in this training, why does my Achilles tendon hurt when I run? So we're going to be talking all things Achilles tendonitis. And if you are starting to feel soreness in the back of your ankle with running, this training is going to be for you. So you might've thought to yourself, um, I'm getting some stiffness when I wake up in the morning or at the beginning of my runs. So in this episode, we're going to be uncovering the myths and providing you the latest research on what is Achilles tendonitis and how you don't need to stop running in order to overcome this common running injury. So I'm going to be answering common questions I hear all the time from runners, like what is Achilles tendonitis? What causes Achilles tendonitis? What are the symptoms of Achilles tendon pain? Do I need an MRI to diagnose my Achilles tendonitis? And what would a medical provider do on exam? So what does that look like when you go see a PT or an orthopedic uh, doctor? What are they going to do when you go into the office and how is that going to help you? So this is really going to be part one because there's so much to cover. This is going to be part one of this training. And then in part two, I'm going to really get into the actionable strategies for treatment as well as prevention. I have some great, great exercise videos that actually go into the specific exercises that I help my runners with who have this condition. 
So I'm going to be getting started with my dynamic warm-up. For those of you that don't know me, I am Dr. Dwayne Scotty. I'm a physical therapist. I am a running coach, and I'm the owner of Spark Physical Therapy, where we help runners be able to run without aches and pains so they can continue doing what they love. I am also the host of this podcast, the Healthy Runner Podcast, and I actually have been working with some running clients on a high touch coaching program. And I really haven't kind of talked much about this program, but I wanted to kind of mention it to you because I do have bandwidth for two more clients uh, this month, actually. And the results that I've been getting with my clients working in this manner has been pretty amazing. So if you are a runner who has seen three PTs in the past and you're not getting relief, you're continually having these aches and pains that are preventing you from running. And you've been told by medical providers to just stop running. You need to take time off. You need to take a month off, take two months off. Um, or they say, you know, your injuries are, don't seem that bad. So there's really nothing they can do for you, right? There's no exercise. You don't really need formalized treatment and you should just stop running and then try it again. So if you've been told that, and you want to actually get healthy, identify what you need to do to hit your running goals, to build up the strength, resilience in your body, correct the things that you need to work on and still be able to run and actually build up that running. So then you can hit your training goal, whether it is to run your first 5K, your first half marathon, to get a PR time for your marathon time, whatever your running goal is, that's how I help runners in this coaching program. The results have been pretty amazing. Um, what my clients are telling me is that they kind of always did some strengthening exercises, but they were just throwing exercises at the wall and they really didn't have any structure. So they love the structure of the program. They love the accountability and how I can see the runs that they're doing. I can comment on their runs. I can provide them weekly feedback. So it's like they're having a running physical therapist and a running coach kind of in their back pocket um, or in their side pocket on their phone, who is able to actually see the workouts they're doing. And then they're also getting faster. They're getting more bounce in their steps. So their legs are feeling stronger during their runs. And these are the, the results that I'm getting with my clients in this program. So if you are interested in learning more and to see if you are a good fit, for this program that I'm doing, this high touch coaching program, and you're kind of frustrated with your training and you just want to get back in running shape, then if you're watching this video version of, of this podcast episode, just comment coaching in the comment box. And if you're listening to this on the podcast, then check out the link or head to my website, sparkyourtraining.com and just hit inquire about availability and cost. And we'll see if you're a good fit and we'll jump on a call to help you get your running fitness back. So that is my kind of background and how I help runners just to give you some context for today's training. And this really comes from my experience in working with runners for 17 years in getting them better, recovering from this injury and being able to actually get back to their race goals. So I'm the first question, I guess, that I'm going to answer for you is really what is Achilles tendonitis? Now, Achilles tendonitis is a common condition that occurs in runners when the large tendon that runs down the back of your lower leg 
becomes irritated and inflamed. So now I'm going to pull out my anatomy model. So if you're listening to this on the podcast, you might want to check the video version of this episode so you can actually see the anatomy of the lower leg here. So here is your lower leg and we have your calf muscle in the back of your leg there. And that connects to the Achilles tendon. So the largest tendon in your body, this tendon is very unique in that it is different structure than all the other tendons throughout our body. And it is very thick. It is the strongest tendon. And unfortunately it is the most common tendon to rupture. Part of the reason is because people who have Achilles tendonitis winds up becoming a degenerative condition in the actual tendon and it weakens the tendon over time. And eventually it does pop. Usually you hear a pop or it feels like someone stepped on the back of your shoe and you actually rupture the tendon, which is not a good thing because then you need to get that surgically repaired and you are definitely not running for a good nine months, probably. Um, some, some, it might take a full year to get back to running. So it's a very long rehab process when you get the surgery. So you don't want to get the surgery and you want to be proactive. If you're starting to get some symptoms in the back of your leg over that tendon area. All right. So that is the tendon and the term actually Achilles tendonitis is actually a misnomer because the majority of runners who have this condition, it is more chronic in nature, meaning you just didn't have it within the last three to five days. So that would be like an acute episode where there is actually inflammation around the tendon and we call that itis. So Achilles tendonitis, right? The most common scenario is you start to get some inflammation and you don't take the necessary steps to allow it to heal. And now you get some wearing down of that tendon where it becomes degenerative. And what the body is actually doing, it's going through our normal stages of healing. So you go through inflammation first, and then your body starts to heal with what we call collagen. So it's types of structure, collagen, fibrin, get in that area over the tendon and start to lay down some quote unquote scar tissue, right? So then the tendon starts to heal and then you keep stressing it. You don't do the things that you need to do. And it's this repetitive cycle of you get some pain and inflammation, abnormal scarring and healing. And then it becomes this, what we call tendinosis this degenerative tendon problem, or some commonly just call this Achilles tendinopathy. So a, a pathology of your tendon. So those are probably the more accurate terms for those of you who have this pain, that it's actually not itis. I'm going to use itis because that is what you know it as. And that is what you are going to be searching when you search for Achilles tendonitis treatment, right? And how do I get rid of it? How do I get back to running? So I'm going to use that term, but just so you know, in the medical literature, it is more rightfully called or more correctly, more accurately called Achilles tendinosis or Achilles tendinopathy, or you just say Achilles pain and you're having Achilles tendon pain. All right. So that's kind of, uh, you'll hear me probably use those terms interchangeably because depending upon the audience that I'm speaking to, I will be kind of talking to uh, different audiences. So again, this is the largest tendon in our body. It connects to your heel bone and it's used when we walk, when we run, when we go up and down stairs, when we jump, you, when you're standing on your tippy toes, you're using that tendon. So that's actually what your calf muscle does. It 
has us raise up on our tippy toes. So this is really due to overuse, more of a overuse degenerative type process that you can get this tendon pain. And it's really the matter of the tendon exceeding the load capacity. So we're getting too much load for how much strength and, and force that this tendon can handle. And that's what really is happening here. Now, you get this condition in two different areas. And the reason why I'm going to stress this is because the treatment that we're going to talk about in part two is going to be vastly different depending upon if you have pain on what we call the mid substance or the mid portion of the tendon. That's the most common scenario. Or if you have the insertional type of tendon pain, which is where the tendon inserts into the bone. So into this heel bone. So for the mid substance that is depicted here in this blue marker that I wrote on this model, it's located two centimeters, two inches, sorry, two inches above the insertion into the heel bone. So it's located two inches above, usually on the inside part of that tendon. So if that is where you get most of your pain, you poke there and that is like, ow, that hurts. That is more your mid substance, mid portion of the tendon pain. And when this is happening for weeks, you may have a nodule there. So it might be raised and we can actually palpate that. Like I could palpate that on my patients. I see with this condition is there's a little bump there that shouldn't be there. And that again, is that abnormal scar tissue that has formed over that tendon as that tendon's trying to heal. All right. That is the most common scenario. Now, the one that's not as common, but you might be out there and you have it. So I want to mention it is what we call insertional Achilles tendinopathy, Achilles tendinitis. So that is right where the tendon attaches to the heel bone. And that's depicted in green on this model here. So it's lower. And this is actually right where your heel bone. So now I'm showing the model of the bones. So your heel bone is also known as your calcaneus bone. It's the big bone on the back of your heel. And where you get this condition is it's right where the tendon connects to that heel bone. So it's depicted here in green. And what you may find here is a bone spur. So there might be a bone spur because again, this cycle of healing occurs, the body lays down healing properties and that builds bone because it's right at its attachment point to the bone. So that bone spur, that tendon can actually start to wrap around that bone spur a little bit. And you might get pain more from compression of that tendon around that bone spur. In significant cases, a surgeon may have to do some surgery to that bone spur if that compression pain is long lasting. However, I would highly, highly recommend you exhaust all of your conservative measures of treatment, which would be seeing like your local running physical therapist or a virtual physical therapist like myself um, to help do the strategies we're going to be talking about in treatment in part two prior to ever having a surgeon shave off this bone here and do that surgical procedure. 
All right. We always want to exhaust our conservative measures in order to overcome this condition. So those are the two locations that you can have Achilles tendon pain. So now what is Achilles tendonitis? Achilles tendonitis is not related to a specific injury or incident. So it's not like you stepped the wrong way during your run and now your Achilles hurts. You don't like tweak your Achilles tendon. This problem results from repetitive stress to the tendon over time. So it often happens when we push our bodies to do too much too soon, but the other factors are going to make it more likely to develop a tendonitis. And I am going to go over six risk factors or six causative factors that when we do too much too soon, these factors are really going to be playing a role. All right. So the first one, and honestly, this is the first one that I see in, in the clients I help with this condition is training errors. And it's usually due to a rapid increase in speed, mileage, and or running hills. So uphill running. So again, for the folks in the back, if you've increased rapidly your speed, your mileage, or your uphill running, then that is going to put you at risk for this condition. Now, if you are working on improving all three of those, then you're really putting yourself at risk for a number of running related injuries. So we never want to actually increase all of those factors. And if you guys have been following along, you know, in my five tips to run strong and healthy, or my spark blueprint, we talk about the fifth tip is training smart with proper progression. Proper progression means building up your mileage first or that base training. And we also talked about that in our periodization podcast episode where we talked about training cycles, where we kicked off 2021 and we talked about periodization, how you want to cycle your training. And as you're building up your mileage, you don't want to also start doing new speed work, whether it's a tempo threshold run, and you don't want to just start adding in intervals as you're also increasing your long runs. So you want to make sure you're not doing both of those variables at the same time. All right. That is the most common reason why I see runners who are injured is because of these training errors. And that is why I am so passionate and why I wanted to further my education and actually become a run coach is to help with those training errors. So we can actually prevent these running related injuries that I've been treating as a physical therapist for the last 17 years, right? So let's prevent these things before they happen. And if you have them, then let's modify your training to fit the needs that you need in order to heal this condition. So that is the first causative factor for Achilles tendonitis. Second causative factor is going to be tight calf muscles. So having tight calf muscles and suddenly starting an aggressive exercise program can put more stress on the actual Achilles tendon. So that is something that we assess as clinicians. That's something we treat as clinicians, whether or not you're doing any of your soft tissue techniques, dry needling, instrument assisted, soft tissue massage, seeing a massage therapist, stretching, foam rolling, right? All of those techniques that we talk about in our soft tissue care for runners. Tip number four, by the way, of the Spark Blueprint, that's to address tight soft tissues, tight calf muscles in this instance, all right? So that is something definitely important and that could be a causative factor. 
as well as the mobility in the actual ankle joint. Sometimes those joints can get stiff, locked up, restricted. We mobilize it, we manipulate the joint, and that helps to improve the mobility in your ankles to decrease the stress to the tendon. All right, so really tight calf muscles, limited mobility in kind of that flexed position um, is going to, to limit that. Third cause, if you have a bone spur there. So extra bone growth where the Achilles tendon connects to the bone that I showed before can rub against the tendon and cause pain, more of that compression type pain. Number four is limited lower extremity strength. So decreased strength or you're weak in your lower leg muscles, basically. So looking at your hip muscles, especially the glutes, glutes, the thigh muscles, your shin, your lower leg muscles, all of those weakness is going to contribute to Achilles tendon pain. So strength work is key. You want to make sure your running muscles, your lower leg muscles have the strength, endurance, and power they need to, in order to allow you to run. And if they're lacking that, then you're going to get more stress to specific structures like the Achilles tendon. Um, so that's why it is so important, again, to strengthen in order to run. All right. So fourth causative factor is going to be a rapid change in footwear, especially, especially your heel drop. So think about if you go from a standard shoe of a 10 millimeter or 12 millimeter heel drop, and then you start running in zero drop, let's say ultra shoes. So, and I have a pair of ultras and I do all my strength training in them. And I've kind of weaned myself down in terms of my heel drop for running. So now I run in a shoe that's a four millimeter or six millimeter heel drop, because when you do that, you're going to actually add stress, add load to the Achilles tendon. And if you don't have the strength built up, you haven't been strengthening this tendon over time, then your body is not going to handle that dramatic decrease in heel drop. So first is you want to gr gradually wean off your heel drop if you are going to more of a minimalist and a kind of a zero drop shoe. And then the second point is you need to strengthen and make sure your calf muscles and your Achilles tendon is strong enough to tolerate changing your heel drop with your running. And again, you can't run the same exact workouts, the same exact mileage and do that dramatic change in your shoe because your body is not going to handle that it's going to result in this, in getting Achilles tendonitis. So that's a huge causative factor. That's something most people don't think about. They just get new shoes and they might not even be aware of the heel drop in your shoe. So the other shoe error that I find is less shock absorbing shoes. So you might go from like, say, a Hoka Clifton shoe that has a high kind of stack height and has a lot of cushioning. And then you go down to a lower profile shoe like a minimalist shoe, then that dramatic decrease in cushioning could also result in extra force and load to your Achilles tendon. All right. And we're going to actually do a podcast episode in two episodes with a running shoe expert. He's my guy. He is Matt Santillo from Woodbridge Running Company. It's a local running store here in Connecticut. And he is the expert. He is my guy that I go to. I actually just got, uh, three new pairs of shoes. Matter of fact, last week 
when I was in there. So he is super knowledgeable. We're going to bring him on the podcast to have an episode on running shoes. So keep an eye out for that. We will be doing that live within our Healthy Runner Facebook group. So if you have running shoe questions, attend the live event. It's actually going to be on a special date. We usually go live Monday nights, 8 p.m., but we're going to do this Wednesday night at 7 p.m. on March 23rd, 2021. So don't miss that episode. It will be on the podcast as well during that week. So on probably March 25th or 26th, it will be on the podcast ready to go. The fifth causative factor to Achilles tendinopathy is going to be four foot strikers are going to be more at risk. So if you land on your toes when you run, or you've recently changed because maybe you're listening to another podcast and you were like, you know what? These people are saying it's bad to heel strike. I shouldn't land on my heels. Let me start running on my toes. So that's can easily cause this Achilles tendonitis to occur because you've made a dramatic shift in your gait pattern, your running pattern, and you maybe not changed your mileage. And you maybe didn't have the strength and resilience already built up in your tendon to tolerate that load. So those are the five causative factors for Achilles tendinopathy. So now let's get into what are the symptoms of Achilles tendinopathy, tendinitis, the common symptoms of Achilles tendonitis include pain and stiffness along the Achilles tendon, mostly in the morning. So usually when you get out of bed in the morning, very similar to what we talked about with plantar fasciitis or heel pain, and we have a complete ultimate guide for plantar fasciitis for runners. So if you need that guide, if you're watching the video version of this episode, then just type in heel pain into the comment box. I will shoot you that guide. And, um, We've done kind of a deep dive on that, where that is most painful. You take that first step out of morning, you're like achy, stiff, pain, same thing with Achilles tendon pain. And it also is very common to feel it during the beginning of your run, right? When you're starting out and then it goes away during the mid run. And then you start to feel it creep back at the end of your run or an hour after your run is done. So that is very, very common. Those are the symptoms and other symptoms that you're going to find is some thickening an enlargement of the Achilles tendon. So that is at that mid-portion area that I was telling you about, or the non-insertional area, two inches above where it connects to your heel bone. You can feel that thickening or that nodule that I was mentioning earlier. The other thing that you might um, find is bone spurs on, if you have that insertional Achilles tendonitis, right where the tendon connects to the bone, you might find a bone spur there um, that you're going to, that you're going to feel, you're just going to feel a little bump on the back of your heel bone. And you're going to feel at wherever your site is, whether it's insertional or it's in that mid portion of the tendon, then you're going to have tenderness there. There it's going to be tender. When you kind of poke in that area, it's going to be tender. And then you're going to have pain in those areas. Um, and then also usually limited range of motion in your ankle specifically decreased ability to flex your foot. So that's kind of like bringing your shin or your knee over your toes, that motion, that's flexion of the ankle. And you're also going to have um, probably some decreased strength either in the Achilles tendon muscle. So the complex, right? So the calf muscle and some of your other leg muscles might be weak. And then the big thing that we really rule this condition in 
is when you go to do a heel raise, so you rise up on your toes, that increases your pain. So that kind of like reproduces your pain. So those are some of the symptoms really that you're going to have. And those are some of the things that we look at as providers. So when you go see a healthcare provider, they're going to be assessing those things. They're going to be looking for swelling. They're going to be looking for thickening. They're going to be poking around at the tendon to see if it reproduces pain. They're going to have you do a heel rise and see if that reproduces pain with two legs first and then with one leg. And maybe it's with one leg that increases it. And it might not even increase with that where you might need to actually go for a little bit of a jog and then get it flared up and then do a calf raise. So that helps us rule in that you actually have Achilles tendonitis. So now you might be thinking to yourself, well, do I need an MRI to diagnose Achilles tendonitis? No, the answer is absolutely not. Everything I just described to you is what your medical provider would do with a good clinical exam in the office. They would listen to your symptoms that you're having, and then they would do those tests to pick up on the signs of Achilles tendinopathy. So those are the things we look at. You do not need an MRI whatsoever. Um, an MRI really is not necessary at all. Um, the only instances would be like, if you're not responding to all of the treatments we're going to talk about next week, then that is when you would consider an MRI. But again, this condition is pretty easy, honestly, to diagnose. It is pretty straightforward. It's kind of how I just described it. Honestly, you as um, just a lay person can probably diagnose yourself. Um, that you have this condition. The most important thing is to know which site. Is it the insertional where it connects to the bone or is it kind of in that mid portion of the tendon where you have this problem? All right. In part two, we're going to be getting into the treatment and prevention. So how do we prevent this from happening? If you are a healthy runner and you're dedicated and you're like, I'm not going to get this. And I didn't mention it before, but this is most common for individuals in their 40s, so me, right, in your 40s and 50s. And it is more common in males than females. Um, so for you uh, gentlemen runners out there, this is something that we have going against us, but there are actionable strategies that we can prevent this condition from happening and preventing us from kind of running our daily runs that we need to run to get our mental clarity in or get our running fitness back. If you have a half marathon coming up like I do, um, I don't want to be sidelined with Achilles pain. So the things we talked about in this training was really what is Achilles tendonitis? What causes Achilles tendonitis? What are the symptoms of Achilles tendonitis? Um, do I need an MRI to diagnose Achilles tendonitis? And what would a medical provider, say a physical therapist, a chiropractor, an orthopedic surgeon, what would they do on exam when you go into the office um, when you have this problem. So one of the biggest things I think uh, that we think about or the biggest take home that I, I think is a great message for you is that this is something that happens over time for the majority of you. It is going to be rare that you have this acute inflammation for three or four days, and you're probably not listening to this because you had it once and it was gone and you never had it again. So that is rare that that actually happens. This is going to be more of a progressive disease process to your tendon, and you need to take care of it in order to prevent it from getting so weak 
that you're not able to run and putting yourself at risk for actually rupturing it one day. Um, like you see in a lot of basketball stars out there. Um, Kevin Durant was one of them. The late, great Kobe Bryant tore his Achilles tendon. Um, and unfortunately, it is the older athlete that winds up um, that happening because of the wear and tear on the actual tendon. So like I said, we're going to get into treatment and prevention in part two of this training. Sneak peek is going to be tendons take longer than muscles to heal. So they take about 12 months. Um, so it is going to take a dedicated effort, but I'm going to lay out the strategy for you in part two. And if anything that I said in this training, and you're watching the video version of this training, please hit that like, hit the love button. Let me know what your best take-home message was. Let me know what was most helpful to you. Did you like the anatomy, me showing you the tendon? Um, did you like kind of the structure of how I organize this training? Let me know. I love your feedback. I, my goal is to produce the best, easily accessible content for you. So you can educate yourself to be a smarter, healthier runner and continue running without these common injuries. So let me know what you like best. And if you're watching this on Facebook or YouTube, hit that like button. And if you're listening on the podcast, thank you so much for listening. I really, really greatly appreciate it. I love the feedback on the podcast, by the way. If you are loving the podcast and you're listening to the episodes, you're going through them. And I mentioned a couple of my spark blueprint. You might want to go back and listen to the first five episodes of the podcast because that really lays out the foundation for everything that we talk about in the later episodes. So those will be helpful for you to go back and listen to them in those first five episodes so you understand the context of some of the things I talked about in this training, for instance. And the other thing is if you're listening to this and you don't have Achilles pain and you're like, wow, this is pretty helpful, but I do have hamstring pain or I do have IT band symptoms sometimes, or my knee kind of hurts in the front of my kneecap, then we've done trainings on all of those topics already. So go back and look at hamstring, iliotibial band, runner's knee, plantar fasciitis. So I've done a deep dive uh, episode and I have all resources of blog posts with the videos of the exercise I talk about in the podcast episode. So check those out on the podcast. And if you're ever looking for something, reach out to me. I love hearing from you. So if you're on Facebook, hit me up in Messenger, Dwayne Scotty, D-U-A-N-E, Scotty, S-C-O-T-T-I. Um, shoot me a messenger in Instagram. Shoot me a DM at Spark Your Training. Just let me know what you liked about the podcast, the episode, or you have a running related question. Let's connect. That's why I do what I do. That's why I love working. Um, what I do now really as a coach and really connecting with our running community. It's all about connection and how can I take the 17 years of knowledge, experience, helping runners with these injuries, helping runners in their running to get faster and stronger. How can I take that information and really condense that for you and in an easy kind of digestible way? That's kind of my goal and why we do this. So hopefully you're enjoying the content and the episodes and every Monday night, guys, 8 PM Eastern standard time within our healthy runner Facebook group, we go live to answer your running related questions. And we bring on guest experts in the field of running. Um, so great, great content there within Facebook, and you can get a lot more goodies from our team of healthy runner coaches within our private Facebook group. 
So join the private Facebook group. You're going to get a ton, ton of goodies. And it's going to be, it's an amazing community. So if you're not in it already, I would highly recommend you request to join and then we can connect within that Facebook group. So thank you again. And remember, as always, stay active, stay healthy, and just keep running. Until next time. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Healthy Runner Podcast. Can I please ask you for a couple of favors? Can you subscribe to The Sucker wherever you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever so you never miss another episode? You'll be notified when a new episode drops every Thursday. Can you also please leave me a rating and review if you're listening on Apple Podcasts? What I want you to do is to tell them how awesome you are as a runner and then tell them what you have liked most about the show. I love to hear what you have to say. I read all of them and it means a lot to me. If you haven't seen the video version of this podcast, then head over to youtube.com forward slash spark your training and you can see the video version as well as our full video library of exercises that are specific to your running on the Spark Your Training YouTube channel. Also, if you like the content in this podcast, then you will like the community even better. Head over to our Healthy Runner free Facebook group so you can get all the bonus content, blog articles, and get your questions answered by myself and our team of Healthy Runner coaches. The fifth and final thing I want you to do is that you can help this podcast out by taking a screenshot wherever you're listening, whatever episode, and put it in your stories on Instagram and tag me. That is at SparkYourTraining. If you do this, I'll give you a shout out and repost it, sharing your running wins while listening to the podcast. More importantly, we'll be able to share this information with a lot more runners because that is the goal, guys. We want to get this information in front of as many runners as possible to help them stay healthy so they can stay on the road doing what they love. So take a screenshot, share it on Instagram stories, and tag me in it. You can also find out how I help runners as well as our brand new Healthy Runner Strength Program by visiting our website, sparkyourtraining.com. Thank you so much for listening, and I just love our Healthy Runner family. And remember, guys, let's stay active, stay healthy, and just keep running. Until next time.